Hey, hey, this is Shruti. Welcome. So today I want to talk to you about the worst mistakes that are keeping you stuck on Pinterest. Mistake number one, copying someone else's strategy. Now it can be really tempting to hear from a guru out there who says you should pin five times a day or you should pin 45 times a day and apply that to your situation and then wonder why the heck is it not working? The reason why it's not working is because such a strategy does not take into account many different things which are actually important to create a solid strategy on Pinterest. Things such as the size of your account, the traction of your account, the niche that your account is in, and what is the goal that you have with this account as well. Not to mention the amount of content you have on your account because if you are a blogger or a website owner who doesn't have that much content on their Pinterest account, then you're going to need a different strategy versus someone who has a lot of content and years and years of having spent creating content. Now I hate to break it to you, but there is no one pinning strategy that fits all. You need to be able to create a custom pinning strategy based on the size of your account, the niche of your account, how much content you have, and what kind of traction your account is having. Now inside my course, Pinfluence Academy, I dive a lot deeper into this and we have a couple of hours of training just based on creating your own custom strategy, which is why I never recommend to my students that they should just pin X times a day for an eternity and that's going to help their account grow. It's just simply not true. This would be the same if it were any other platform as well. So if I were to tell you today that if you post three times a day on Instagram and you're going to have 30,000 followers by the end of three months, you're probably not going to believe me, right? So then why are you believing this crappy advice that other gurus are putting out there, which is all about pin X times a day and then you will have magic on your account. You have to be making decisions from a strategic point of view, which is where are you in your journey on Pinterest and how many pins or what type of content you need to be creating in order to grow on Pinterest and then tweak that as you go along and as you grow on Pinterest. Now, this doesn't mean that you can start somewhere. So you can start by pinning X amount of times a day, but then you have to keep evolving your strategy based on how your account is growing as well as what are the latest algorithm updates that Pinterest is having as well. Now, if you want to learn more about the secrets of creating a strategy which actually drives your traffic on Pinterest, I would recommend you to check out my free Pinterest masterclass, which is going to be linked in the description box where I break down exactly what it takes to send traffic over to your Pinterest account for free. Now that brings me to the next mistake, which is ignoring data. Now here's the thing. If you've been on Pinterest for even one month, you need to start thinking about how you can work smart instead of working hard. I would rather not that you take a random strategy such as pin five times a day and do that for the next 12 months, but create a strategy that is unique to your account and that actually works for you and gets you closer to your goals. So if you've been on Pinterest even for one month and you've been regularly pinning content, whether that is your own content or someone else's content, you will have access to a pretty handy tool on Pinterest, which is called analytics. All you need to do is head to the analytics section of your account and really see what are the pins that are leading to the most impressions, what are the pins that are leading to the most engagement, what are the pins that are getting the most pin clicks, and again, what are the pins that are falling flat and not doing that well. Now you can also use other analytics tools such as Google Analytics or your Shopify analytics or any other store or site analytics that you have access to in order to understand whether or not your Pinterest strategy is working. Now here are five things that you want to be taking note of when you are looking at data and looking at trends to figure out what is working for your account. Number one, what are your top pins in the account? So which of your pins are outperforming all the other pins? 
Number two, what are your top boards? Now you can categorize your boards in terms of impressions or in terms of link clicks. It really depends on what your goal with your account is. But let's say your goal is to drive more traffic, then you should be categorizing your top boards based on how many outbound clicks you are getting based on your boards. The third thing that you need to notice is whether or not there is a pattern between your successful pins. So is there a certain font theme that you're using in all of your successful pins? Or is there a certain category or a certain type of content that is doing better than the others? Once you figure this out, you'll be able to make better decisions in the long run for your Pinterest account. The next question you want to be looking at is which are your pins which are driving the most traffic or the most sales. Now, if you're on Pinterest as a content creator or as a business owner, your goals are more likely going to be either generating traffic or generating more sales. So you want to be identifying exactly which of the pins are driving you more traffic or more sales so that you can create more of those in the future or create similar types of content to keep generating more traffic and sales. And the fifth thing that you also need to note down is which of your pins are falling flat. So which of your pins are not working at all? Because it's important to know what is working on Pinterest, but it's also really important to know what is not working on Pinterest. And this brings me back to the first mistake that I was talking about, which is that blindly copying someone's strategy isn't really going to lead you to a successful path because everyone has a different account, a different audience and a different category. No matter how close your content is or no matter how close your niche is, you need to be creating a specific strategy that works for you and your account in the long run. Now, the key thing to remember here is to stop making decisions based on the latest blog post that you read or a latest video that you watch, but instead let your own data guide your decisions. And this is something again that I teach my students inside my course, Pinfluence Academy, where I share with them exactly what type of data to pick up and what are the types of insights that you can leverage in order to grow. So if you're interested in really taking your Pinterest strategy to the next level, I would love to see you inside my program. Details are going to be in the description box below. The third mistake that I also see a lot of people make and that can be a huge time suck when it comes to Pinterest is unproductive pinning. This means that you don't have a system in place, you don't have an order or you don't have any idea what's working on your account and you just randomly show up and do whatever you feel like for the day. Now while that might work in the first one or two months of creating your account when you're still kind of figuring out what your niche is going to be about, what your account is going to be about, but it's not really a sustainable strategy in the long run. Now inside my course, I share a tool called a pin tracker, which is where I share exactly how to document what are your best performing pins and to use that data to save time on pinning over and over again. Now we all know that fresh content is really important on Pinterest right now and that means that you need to be creating and updating your pins with new images and new titles and new descriptions but how do you do that in a productive way so you don't waste three hours a day just on Pinterest? This is exactly why you need to be documenting your data which I also shared in the last mistake which is where the five things that you note down you are going to be observing them and actually taking notes over time. Now you can create a simple Google Doc or a Google Sheet where you take note of the best performing content, what does this content have in common, and then how you can recreate more of that content. What happens over time is that you have a system that you've created or a document that you have which you can update on an ongoing basis based on what is performing best on your content and what is not performing best. Not only does this method of actually documenting your pinning system save you so much time, but it is also something that is going to help you make informed decisions instead of making random decisions based on the latest random 
random tip that you heard on the internet. The important thing to take away here is that no two accounts on Pinterest are gonna grow the same exact way. Why? Because what you have to offer to your audience and the way you have to offer it is going to be different from any other person out there. It doesn't matter how close you are or even if you just copy paste each other's content, your account is gonna have a different trajectory based on someone else's. So you really need to be taking that into consideration when creating your Pinterest strategy because when you just blindly copy paste someone else's strategy or make decisions that are not based on data or don't have any idea what your pinning should look like in a productive and organized manner, then that is when you have an account that stays stuck and doesn't grow. Now, if you want to learn more about how I've built multiple blogs and businesses using Pinterest, make sure to check out my free Pinterest masterclass, which is going to be linked in the description box below.